song gets proper. That's like having a child and then skipping on the important steps, <laughs> you know, that you need for each freaking child. Right. You know, it was just all like, oh, that's why, because it's just all like, there's work within each track. And it's just all like, you can, you know, there, there's literally so many different things. So it's just all like, okay, it doesn't mean so to not work forward, or it doesn't mean to not, you know, write. That's a completely different thing. You, as far as doing that, and then at least creating a funnel or like a conveyor belt for how these okay. things are going. Let's look at it like this, because I'm thinking, all right, let's say a random person is listening. Let's say a random hip-hop artist, because I just started the podcast. Let's say a random hip-hop artist right now comes to you, you know, they and they're, they're just starting out. Let's say they haven't even released anything. What would you say their first two months should look like from there? Well, it would be like... How do you even know that's what it is that you want to do if you haven't read or put in anything? Okay, let's say they have music, they put some stuff out, but they're like, all right, I want to get serious about it. They got good stuff, you heard it, it's good. So then what I would do is I So, but I take it as first step, know that your stuff, that you should even be it. How do they do that, though? Because that brings up an interesting... Yeah, let's go back from there. I mean, um, yeah, how would they know that they should do it? Yeah, let's say they want to. Let's start from there, even because I feel like that's a lot of that might be a lot of people. Well, that's the thing, it's just all like you can, I mean, it's with anything, whether it's skateboarding, basketball, or anything like that. You have to under you have to know whether or not you want to do this for fun or you want to take it serious. You know, because, yeah, there are people, even if you want to make it a hobby or whatever, still do the basic stuff so that way you're getting paid. You know, do you have, like, for every single artist, if you literally don't have these four things, you need to stop everything that you're doing and go do these, which is your distributor, are you on DistroKid, are you on CD Baby, are you on TuneCore, or any other type of distribution and distribution doesn't mean SoundCloud. It doesn't mean as far as Bandcamp. Those are, you know, to be very specific, that is a distribution, but when I say distribution, what a lot of other people mean by distribution, it means your ability for your stuff to show up in the mass market with these other you know, people that are on labels and stuff like that. So where is the market actor on these streaming platforms like Spotify, iTunes? So how do you get on there? It's through one of those distribution platforms. Then do you have your performance right organization stuff set up? Do you have that, that's your BMI, your ASCAP? Why that's important? One, because anytime your stuff is played or if there's an establishment that is ASCAP certified or anything like that, and your stuff is played in public or you perform in public that song that is tied to that, then you will get paid for that. You know, you have a bunch of artists that go around, and I was one of them, trust me, like, that's why I just stood up there and said, you miss out on a lot of money 
not having that shit set up. And that's very basic. These are the basic stuff, so you don't have to think about it later because it's already set up. All you need to do at that point is do your artist stuff and do the stuff for marketing. The other thing is your song trust. And you have a song trust set up. It's important in 2021 in the internet age that you have your song trust set up because, for example, with me, a lot of my organic reach is people outside of the United States. Therefore, if you have your song trust set up, that means that you'll be able to collect royalties from stuff that is outside of your country. You know, which happens if you're someone who posts and does stuff online. Actually, that's going to happen. The other thing is your sound exchange. This means that anytime that it is played on the radio, you get paid for that. If you do not have those four things, no matter what level you are as a musician, you need to stop what it is that you're doing and get those set up. It is so important because the thing is, years, if not decades, will go by and literally all of you can't go backwards at that point, you know, so right now, you know, so let's just say that you have all of that stuff. So even if you're... Okay, yeah, let's go from there. Now let's say someone wants to get serious, they're an artist... They want to get serious on social media what, or with, with their with moving forward on releasing projects. What do you think they should be doing on a, on a month-to-month basis? Well, that's what um, my levels is. So I'll say that for, for my stuff, but I'll give a little bit of stuff as far as with that. And cool. so basically on the- Get the levels. Dab Troll. You're going to put that on DabTroll.com? Right now, you know, 
yes, you can put out an album, but please understand that the surprise album does not work if surprise, who are you? Like, it doesn't work like that. So you need to understand that right now, your focus really shouldn't be on on the album per se. You can have it in the background and different things like that, but your thing should be, it's taste testing, it's samples, which is what the songs are, you know? So what you're trying to do is you need to even, that's why, before even getting started in a lot of stuff that people are trying to dive into, you know, you need to understand your fan base. And if you don't have a fan base, then that's the, that honestly, that's the fun part. You get to legit go in on everything for like, literally, if, if you don't know what you're, if you don't know, this is the, this is one of the biggest keys that I can give anyone right now if you are an artist a creator whether video or whatever you know uh you're doing paintings you're doing poetry if you do not know who your fan base is or your audience which means who are the people who have naturally been rocking with you what is their, what is the demographic? What is the age range? What is it that they like? If you do not know that, like you're completely lost. You're just all like, you know, I like this type of stuff, you know, and I see, you know, people that I can't really tell, you know, you for complete. Realistically, I would say, I want to say, three years or we'll just say one year for a complete year all you need to focus on is literally putting out as much stuff as humanly possible to different groups reason being is because at that point then because we're in 2021 and mostly every all the platforms as a creator that you're using has analytics at that point, then you can then look and and find if you can even at that point, if you're after a year or three years, and it sounds it sounds intense, it's not a long time. And the reason being is because you're not going to find it any other way. In order for you to know who your audience is, you have to put out a bunch of stuff, and then from there, you get to extract, you get to see where things hit, you get to see, you know, who's gravitating. What you're able to do with those analytics is then you can then market directly to your audience. You'll find out your audience naturally as long as you keep on putting out a bunch of different stuff. You don't need to think about, is this going to hit? What this is going to do? Your only focus is finding out and setting a plan for yourself. Like, okay, if I'm going to do this and I'm going to find and I want to put content out. So if you're a musician, content is literally anything from breaking down 
to your thoughts from you doing you know a picture of your poem or your art or what inspired you you know all these different things all these different things is content but the main thing as far as for the type of content that you do so type of art that you do in order for you to find your audience you have to continue putting stuff out using different hashtags using all these different things at that point you will then get the data that you need without that data you're literally in the dark and you're going in circles you're not like there's no like okay i'm gonna keep on doing because you hear the quote all the time you know you do the same doing the same things is insanity and it doesn't matter if you do the same thing with different shoes on it's still doing the same thing and that's what a lot of artists are doing so when i break down and say yeah if you don't know your audience you have to sit up there and take a step back and for a full one to three years put out a bunch of stuff in regards to the thing so if you're if you're a rapper what type of rapper are you? Are there any artists that sound similar to you? And if you're just all like, well, you know, I'm just so fucking unique, or uh, if I could, I'm just so unique, you know, that there's no one that sounds like me. Whatever. Get close. For me, personally, there's, let's start with the artists that you like. So for me, it would, it would be something as simple as, okay, I don't know my target audience, but these are the artists that I like, you know, and then from there, now for me, I go into all different types of things. So for me, I know that if you're the type of audience, as far as for me, is more than likely going to be a Kendrick Lamar, open mic eagle, like, like as far as that underground, but also Kendrick was universal in the way that he did, whether it was the type of album and his album format. There, Kendrick was an underground artist who was able to excel as far as in the, you know, the main label and the universal as far as space. Not every artist does that, but as far as the way it is, like sometimes you got to sit there and look at other artists who did it and see the blueprint and literally the different ways that they go about it. When a lot of people first found out about Kendrick Lamar, I found out about Kendrick Lamar probably 2010 or 11, whenever he dropped Overly Dedicated. See, that's how the way he first dropped. Now, I didn't know about him prior to that. He had a lot of projects well, prior to that, maybe like a few, like a few mixtapes and maybe one other, like an EP. But he, when he talked overly dedicated, I had saw it on Two Dope Boys, and since overly dedicated to where he's at right now, I've literally watched that aspect. And the thing is that when he dropped overly dedicated in the scene locally, and as a matter of fact, at that point worldwide, yes, he had already traveled at that point at the time of dropping overly dedicated. A lot of artists y'all think like like there's a lot that goes into just starting, you know, which is why that if you want to have, if you want to save yourself time, literally do that. 
first one to three years. And it doesn't matter what stage or age that you're at. The thing is, you can't move further without the data that you need. And in order to get the data, you have to literally start putting stuff out there. So, yes, as an artist, so for me, it would be a Kendrick Lamar open my evil. So you can start looking at Spotify playlists and just seeing where as far as those artists show up and similar artists as far as with that. From there, if you make those type of songs, <laughs> you know, for one, you can easily look at what those, where those artists are showing up at, where, you know, their music, like the type of people, so open like evil, evil type of crap. You know, this is going to be anywhere between the, the 25 to maybe 40-year-old man who is, is a creator, basically. <laughs> you know, like, and that's a lot of us. You know, and that's a very specific demographic. Is that his only demographic? No. But I can definitely tell you that that's a large percentage of it because the thing is when you look at these analytics, they break it down by gender, they break it down by age, they break it down by area, which is all important because then you can do the research on these things. Who are the people in that age range, in that area, what type of things do they like? Then you can then tweak your content to where you start attracting those people. So if you know that you're an artist, if your demographic is males between, as far as your main demographic is males between the ages of 25 and 40, what if men and that's a that's a that's a long that's a big gap but as far as the type of men and the, you have to know your subject matter so and you have to know the artist so i know someone like open my eagle they like anime you know they like you know games they like you know cool freaking dope ass conspiracy they all these different things so then as an artist you can then tweak your content to where you would attract people who are into that stuff. So boom, start talking about anime on YouTube and have your music playing with it. Start talking about top conspiracy theories or whatever, and then have your music as far as with it, with subject matter that relates to that type of state. This goes whether you're an artist, whether you're a poet, whether you're a writer, no matter who it is, you have to, you can't move further without the data. And then if you are trying to move forward, you're not going to, you're going to miss so much money if you don't have those basic things that are there. So that's why before really getting into too much else, you know, especially if you're a new artist or you're an artist who, um, whether you're a young artist or you're an, are a new artist, because those are two different things. You can be a young artist and then, you know, you're just starting because you're young, you're literally just starting. Or you can be a new artist, which means you may have just started in your 30s, <laughs> you know, which the type of the receptability of information like this and even the desperation 
of you trying to make it is going to be damn near the same at those ages. Whether you're a 30, 40 year old and you're just getting started in it because you're thinking that your clock is running out. So you're trying to do, you know, whatever to be able to do whatever, but you, it doesn't matter the fact that you started at 30 or 40, you still have to go through those years of being able to build yourself up. Same thing as a new artist, you know, that new artist, they're trying to prove themselves. They're, you know, new and they're, you know, especially if they're, especially if they're dope, you know, so there's, there's, all as far as that, that goes in the play. But with, with both of those people, it's the realization that it damn near takes 10 years just to start. <laughs> you know, so as long as you can and, and get comfortable in the process and get have your basic stuff. Again, the basic stuff goes whether you're doing this for fun as a hobby or not. Even if you're doing it as a hobby, you still need to have your distribution. You still need to have your performance, right? You still need to have your song choice. You still need to have your sound machine. That's basic, does not matter, hobby or series. Like, that's just requirement <laughs> in order to put stuff out. Because it's like, you might as well. If you're an artist and you're doing it for a hobby, you're going to put it on YouTube, you're going to put it on SoundCloud, you're going to put it on Bandcamp, you're going to put it on Facebook or whatever, you might as well go ahead and make money from it. <laughs> like, because that's, that's what those things are. You know, and if you don't have a plan, you don't know what it is that you're doing, it's hard. None of this other stuff would would make sense because who's to say the reason why you have to know what it is that you're doing is because you may be a rapper and you might have put a couple of songs out and you want to take music serious and that's what's that's what's interesting because what you can do in music is so wide range so yeah you might want to take music seriously but maybe it's not rapping that you actually want to do. It's actually production. Or maybe it's not production that you actually want to do. You actually want to be a promoter. Or maybe it's not a promoter that you actually want to do. You wanted to write articles about other artists and about music stuff. Or it's not the fact you want to do that. You want to be a reviewer, be a source for people to be able to find new music. This is why it's important before you spend, and if you don't know, again, this is why you spend that one to three years doing all different types of stuff. So that way you can know, because what's going to end up happening is that's nothing that you have to think about. All you need to do is put the content out. The thinking comes at the end of the year, at the end of the three years, when you look at that analytics and you look at that data, and then you're just all like, okay, naturally, I make content about this, and people are actually digging it. That's where you can focus on. You know, you can start seeing your strengths and your weaknesses. You can start seeing what things, you know, after going through it, you can then reflect and look back. Just to do a, a shout out to <laughs> the, the, the uh, Yasuke, what you would call it. There was a quote that was throughout the whole thing. Your past informs your future, you know. 
why this is important in this particular thing, your past, i.e. your past actions will then inform you in the future what it is that you need to do, what it is you need to focus on. So before you even try to go any further in what it is that you're doing, first make sure you have those basic four things. Then after that, ask yourself what it is that you're wanting to do. And then from there, you know, do the look at the next one to three years and look at how you want to do things. Again, you don't really want to worry about a full-fledged album because I've, I've, I've done it and I've seen plenty of artists who have put all this time and energy into this full-fledged theme to not get the type of response that you want. So, and that's because not a lot of people may know you. And so for you, you have to start asking yourself, are you going to listen to a full-fledged album from an artist that you don't know? Usually not. So you have to really take that into consideration. But if you happen to hear a song from that person that you like, then you may look for another song. You may look for another one, and then, you know, eventually you're like, okay, now this person has gained enough merit with me to where I can take that risk of, you know, listening to a full-fledged album from that artist. So just work on singles, you know, and work on as far as the content around that, and at that point, you know, then we can get into the other cases. <coughs> Sorry, the air is dry in here, but um, uh, no, that was um, that was a master class, you guys, straight from veteran privileged white man uh, whoa, 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 straight from veteran rapper, um. Um, over a decade in the industry. Um, that was straight for you guys. That was that was just for you, you know. And I, it almost I, one thought I had while inside of that, I was just like, one, um, I was like, you guys are so lucky, and then two, I was like, um, blessed, I should say. I mean, community is a blessing, so to be able to take all that, put it into podcast form. And then um, I was thinking, you know, it'd be cool. What if someone, only thing I'll add to is as a media person, document as you go. What if someone was literally on a 30 year journey to making the album? The whole thing you were saying about, you know, the album doesn't have to, cause there's no rush on these things. You know, it's like who, who makes a photo album right when they start a family and, you know, and artists don't do that. Um, and it's just like, you know, if someone was like, I would follow that story. I'm a fan of, you know, directors like Richard Linklater and, you know, he does his movie. He had a couple movies he did over the course of like decades. Um, I mean, they were completed movies, but it was like a cool thing because you got to see the project play out. Someone literally documented their journey of an album, even if it took like 30 years, it would still be cool to see that build up and the different things you did. And so it's like, you can document all the way. If you really love this thing and you're actually doing it, you can be documenting the whole time but uh yeah you can document the process of you making the album that documentation ends up winning an award 
that then helps you fund and get the album made in the full financial creative way that you want to do. Boom. That's what art you just start realizing as far as with their kind. This stuff is multidimensional because you're an artist. Guess what? You're an author as well because you can then turn that into a book. Like understand what is going on right now, you know, and what it is that you have the capability of doing, especially with the fact that artists are uh, performing, you know, understand. And I saw you had a great series for artists on your TikTok. What do you, okay. Um, now that you're getting more on TikTok, let's do a quick TikTok. Um, your perspective as a rapper on TikTok and its usefulness. So as a rapper, you know, there was a lot of things that I just thought to myself, like, you know, again, TikTok in itself is not a a platform only for the dancing kids. Like, understand that, but also understand that it's also not a platform for you to only just get on there and do silly stuff. You know, it is... The way that I view TikTok is a place, it's almost like, TikTok is like if you had Times Square in your pocket, (laughs) you know, and what I mean by that is the sheer amount of attention that, you know, Okay, so we got to take a quick break. But we'll be right back after this break. Thank you for that break. Okay, you were saying about TikTok. Yeah, so TikTok to me, um, you know, is, yeah, basically like, you know, <laughs> New York Square, like in your pocket, as far as attention. The thing is that this is a, it, it's a platform for you to be able to find your way. So for me, like, it took me a while to get comfortable with even, and it's funny because I talk about not being silly, but that helped me to get to a point where I'm just all like, oh, well, this is just about, you know, attention. And a lot of you, and you know what, I feel like, it's so funny, it's so funny, I just thought about this right now, you know, one of the negative things that you might have heard growing up was, oh, this person is an attention whore. Or they just want attention. They just want attention. Guess what? Social media, all this, this is an attention game. So with anything, understanding the balance, you're not ultimately on, it is a platform that you're able to get a lot of free attention. You know, that doesn't mean that you don't need to put in the work. It doesn't mean that it's not going to take work. Yes, should your sheer focus with that in mind, this is attention, this is a platform that has a lot of free attention. Should your only thought be about getting attention? No, it should be providing value. And value is in the form of entertainment, knowledge, you know, inspiration, you know, those different things. So if you're providing those and you can you can pair you can tie it into because you want to get attention. 
a lot of artists will not put certain things out because it's not physically them doing the thing. It's not physically them on the microphone or physically them with a canvas and paint or physically with them, you know, doing the actual thing. That is not the point. On TikTok, like, for example, I've been putting different and on reels as well, but with TikTok, I put different things like uh, recently when uh, kind of like cannabis related stuff because like funny relatable videos with that because I have a CBD and wellness company. So yeah, they're on there and they're laughing at it, but hey, they might see the advertisement at the end or whatever and be like, oh, well, who's this? The composition CBD pre-rolls like, oh, interesting, da 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 da. You know, that's boom. Then it drives sales. You know, as a as a performer, as an artist, you know, making little relatable things. Like I said, performing in 2020. You know, and I did a video where you know the artist goes out there to the microphone, and then like the promoter and the owner, you know, stops them real quick to put you know a fixed mask on the microphone. You know, that's super relatable. And then I'm an artist as well. So, you know, the person looking at that is just all like, oh, man, who's this art? What is it that they do? Oh, they have music. Oh, super dope. That then equals, that then could open up to a fan and or a collaboration, you know. Uh, And then more recently, I did two most important things rappers need to be doing um, now that we can start performing You know, so just off of my observation and my experience and now being in this new, you know, time frame, um, that is, you know, me giving out advice, but then I'm also an artist as well. You know, so that is why that works in that way. Now, you can do things and challenges and get creative with adding your song, it is another important thing with why you need the basic stuff before you really get into a lot of other things. Because guess what? If you have your distribution, you know, then your songs are going to show up on TikTok and you can use it in your videos. You know, uh, same thing with, you know, IG Reels. So that's why when you do that, and let's say that it's a video and someone makes a challenge out of it, or someone just, you make a song and it's something, it's almost like a, an accessory. So for example, I made a song called Face Mask. And so without me asking or really doing anything, people search for certain things and they will do videos where it's just all like, oh, there's an actual song called Face Mask and it's dope. Let me go ahead and add it to this, you know, thing. And the cool thing about that that I didn't realize was just the word face mask in general. I have people who are using as far as the health face mask, but then I have people in the women in the beauty of things as far as for face mask for your face, as far as in the in the beauty and healthcare, you know, and so boom. Now, anyone who is putting, any woman who is putting on a face mask and they're trying to do like a how-to video, boom, they can use my song on their TikTok. Anyone who's wearing as far as a face mask, whether, you know, because of this pandemic or they're faking 
their face mask, their face mask makers, boom, they're able to use my song on TikTok. So that opens up for how many did like over three ways for my song to be used on TikTok. And guess what? All of those individual views, all are like basically streams. Thus, if you have your distribution set up and all those other things, you can get paid. Yes, I. You guys owe me so much for this masterclass that <clears throat> you're you're getting right now. But no, this is really great to just think about and to have all of this in one place about you know what it means. Um, to be a professional musician um, in 2021, these kinds of standards help give so much context. I'm sure there's, I'm, I, I guarantee that this podcast itself will change at least, you know, let me not be reckless. Let me not, because I, I said guarantee at least two people's lives. I'll say at least two, but I think we could do 20 easy, depending on to get some, share it around. And, um, of course, as time goes by. So that was super awesome. Um, thank you so much, Mr. Composite. I'm thinking if, if there's anything else, is there anything else that you feel like should be touched on um, or that you're most focused on? What are you most focused on right now? That would be kind of cool to go from all that and just be like in your own, what is your number one Anything new or like well, you're, you're like you're just like okay, this is what I'm about right now. Honestly, it's um, repetition. Mm. You know, um, it's it's uh, scheduling and repetition, and getting the schedule. You know, so that way you know what it is you're needing to re- repeat. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> what it is. It's like once I've shaved down and being like okay. These are the main fields. These are the days that these are coming out. And, you know, these, this is the subject that these are around the topics that it is that I'm talking about. Okay, cool. It's just all about repetition at that point. You know, as long as I'm getting those out points in the board on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, everything else is going to fall into place. It's weird to think that, but it's just all like you have to... You know, the thing is, the work creates as far as the funnel of opportunities for you. Without that work and that work being out there, no one's going to know about you. That's literally what it all boils down to. And yes, it takes a lot of interaction, which is why once you start understanding that a lot of this shit, a lot of this stuff is understanding that once you find that thing, for example, with therapy, a lot of some people will be like, oh, it says like the same stuff. Yes, a bunch of different ways. Because that's literally, that's how basic this stuff is. That if you find something that is just your thing, you can just talk about that thing a million, gazillion different times, really for the rest of your life. You know, so a lot of people put in a bunch of effort, like into these long form things, you know, things that are like 20 plus minutes and they be doing that all the time and they feel burnt out. Well, don't do as many and start breaking it down. 
stretch yourself out, you know, it is good to be knocking out a bunch of that stuff. But like I said, with the whole, you know, the album, you know, you're giving a bunch of, you need to, if you, if you can drop a lot more short form content in quicker first, yeah. that's perfectly fine right now. Perfectly fine because you want to, and you can have the long form stuff. Like that's why I focus on long form stuff on the weekly and monthly and almost like bi monthly basis because it's just all like when you break down that long form stuff and give the little portion sizes out, that's going to tie back in and it counts as new content. You you can't you have to get out of this mentality that everyone saw your stuff to when you put it out. Your stuff literally tells you that not everyone saw your stuff by the views. Like, you know, so it's just all like, that's not by accident. That's the let you know, so that way you can figure out another way of being able to, to get that stuff out there. So like I said, if it's easier for you to short verse, a lot of those, because that, here's the thing. Look at it like this. YouTube isn't really like it's it's not looking at like for example, if you're putting one long form video out a day, talking twenty minutes or more, versus someone that's putting five short small videos out a day, that person that's putting more of those short things out a day is getting their chances, they're bettering their chances. You're going to get there quicker than you, basically. <laughs> you know, so it's just all like, realize that the five small, the five, you know, small little at-bats versus the one ginormousoid, like, find that balance for yourself. You know, that's a lot of what I'm doing. So it's, it's, yeah, scheduling and repetition. Scheduling, repetition, balance, a masterclass from um, from a hip-hop veteran um, and media CEO, Mr. Composition, a.k.a. Kevin Prince. Lots of successful projects and products out right now. Congratulations to you, and uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Where can they uh, where can they copy your copy your Isharunis? Where, where should they find you? Where should they, how should they shout something out? Adtroll.com composition.com. Um, those are the main two ones. Gatrol, CBD, um, and uh, my name, my books. You know, you can get from there. Miscomposition.com to get all my music, music videos right there, redirect you uh, to the band camp. Um, but yeah, those are the two, those are the two things out. Yeah, come on, you guys. Let's do it. Let's go get some new music, some new art. Thanks for hanging out with me. Go about your days. This is Kenyo HQ. Peace. This is Kenyo HQ.